operate in the anointing is because we're not set apart. We want the oil, but we don't want to set apart. See, God desires us to be consecrated. He desires us to be set apart. He desires us to be different. He desires us to walk in a different way, a different have, have his anointing upon our lives because things that we cannot do in the natural, he can do in the supernatural if, there, if we allow the anointing to be on our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. I'd rather have the anointing than I would have the would that than I would rather have the anointing than the ability to preach or teach or do any other thing because without the anointing it's just words. It's just something. It's just going through the motions. But with the anointing, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke and lifts the burden off of people's lives. Amen. It's the anointing that causes you to live above things that the enemy tries to place in your path. Tries to keep your enemies bound up. Tries to keep you in a position to where you can do nothing. But the anointing, when the anointing comes, the anointing destroys the yoke and causes you to rise up and to be able to do supernatural things that you couldn't normally do in normal circumstances. And in 1 Samuel, the 16th, chapter in the 13th verse it says then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him he anointed David in the midst of his brothers and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward so Samuel arose and went to Ramah now I want to stop right there and I, I want you to I want to give you a little backstory on this because this is after David has been brought in David has been brought in and anointed as king right in front of his brothers. And I believe that it makes an emphasis right in front of his brothers because David was a forgotten young man. He was a man who was out keeping the sheep. He was a, he was a young boy who was keeping his father's sheep. And then when, the, when uh, Samuel came, when the prophet came to anoint a new king, they did not even consider David. They didn't even want to see. They didn't even think that David was qualified because David was out keeping sheep. But I want you to see this because I, I want you to see the frustration of, of David watching over his father's sheep at time and, and seeing, the, seeing the wolf and seeing the bear and seeing different things come in and take the father's sheep and him not being able to do anything about it. There's nothing that he could do. He felt, he felt inadequate. He couldn't fight against them. He knew that he was no match for them. But the Bible says that when David came in this time, they finally the prophet called him in and anointed him before his brothers he said that from that day forward the spirit of the Lord came upon David in other words David wasn't stuck in his do nothing situation he was made and, and there was a manifestation of the spirit of God that came on him from that day forward that changed everything about David's life because when David again went out and kept his father's sheep because you see when you anointed does not mean that it's going to move you from the position that you're in right then but it does mean that it's going to give you power to do something when the enemy comes in. Some of you have been sitting back and watching your children be taken. You're watching your families been destroyed and have felt like that nothing was going to be able to be done about it but God has called you to a place of being anointed where the power and the demonstration of God can work through you and now you're not in a position to where you just have to sit back and watch it happen but now you're in a position to where you can do something with it 
because David, when David was anointed, the next time the bear came in, the next time the wolf came in, the bear and the lion came in against the, the sheep. The next that next time the spirit of the Lord came upon David, and David went out and grabbed the lion by his beard and struck him and killed him. He killed the lion with his he killed the bear with his bare hands. Why? Because the anointing makes the difference. When you have the anointing, it's going to make the difference. You're not just going to sit back and say, well, there's nothing I can do. All I can do is pray. What better can you do than pray? Because when you pray, the power and the anointing of the Spirit of God comes down in your midst. You, can, you are not somebody who can be defeated when the presence of the Lord is upon you. You can go out. Though the enemy may come in one way, the Bible says that he will flee seven ways. But it's the anointing. See, the devil's not scared of me. He's not scared of you. He's a scared. He's scared of the anointing on you. When he can see the likeness of Christ in you and the Spirit of God in your life, he is afraid of that. He's afraid of that being activated in our lives to where we're not the same person that we used to be. See, David, the Bible says that when David, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David, when he came upon it, he was different than he used to be. He wasn't just sitting back and wondering what could happen. It so changed David's life that he had this idea that he would go see his brother's down in Saul's army and when he got there all of a sudden the giant came out but David had this reflection on what had happened to him when he was keeping his father's sheep he reflected back to the time and he realized there was a difference that took place in my life there was a time when I couldn't do anything but there was an anointing that came on me when that man poured that horn of oil on my head something changed in my life The anointing, I'm telling you this morning the anointing makes the difference it will change you and cause you to be different than you've ever been in your life David had this idea that if he did it with if he took care of the lion and the bear he'll take care of this uncircumcised Philistine but people who are satisfied with just positions will try to dress you up in their clothes, try to dress you up in their stuff. Saul told David, said, now if you're going to go out against the giant, he said, you're, you're just a kid. You can't go out against this giant. But if you do go out, put my armor on. In other words, look like I look. Act like I act. David said, no. Uh-uh. The reason your army is not able to do nothing is because you ain't got no anointing. But I'm going to take what I have in my hand, what God has already skilled me with, what God has already placed. See, I don't need a whole lot of your something when I've got the anointing of the Spirit of God. I don't need another title. I don't need another this or another that. All I need is the anointing of God. And David went out against that uncircumcised Philistine and struck him and took his head. Come on now. 
David showed them all there how to get ahead. You want to learn how to get ahead? Get the anointing. The anointing all makes a difference. When the anointing is placed on you, it cannot be denied. Things begin to happen. You're not sitting around helpless and hopeless, wondering what's going to happen. David didn't go into the midst of the army. His brothers got upset with him and said, what are you showing up here for? And David said, is there not a cause? In other words, there was nothing that you could do about it. All y'all have been doing is sitting back, pointing fingers, saying what you would do and what you think you should do, but you ain't done nothing. But when the anointing comes upon you, I'm telling you that God God calls you to be able to ride through hell with a BB gun and a, and a plastic water pistol and, and, and shoot the devil between the eyes. The anointing makes the difference. It's the anointing that made the difference when David David come to Ziglag and Ziglag had been burned with fire. You know the story how the women and the children had been taken and the enemy thought that he was they was gone for good and that there was nothing that David could do about it and everybody began to come against David and David said he said I, I believe that his mind must have went back when that horn of oil had been placed over his head and he began to think well there's nothing that they're saying there's nothing we can do and our women and our children have been taken but David said no 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 I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord if nobody else is going to encourage me I'm going to encourage myself and he called for the linen effort and he began to pray and he began to seek the Lord and he said Lord shall I pursue and he said pursue for without fail you shall recover all I feel like that's a word for somebody here this morning that you're about to recover everything that the enemy has taken from you. You're about to get back your stuff. You're about to get back everything that the enemy has stripped out of your hand because the anointing of God came upon David and David didn't worry about if one was going to go with him. A lot of times we want everybody to go with us, but a lot of times we need to understand it ain't for everybody to go with us. You don't need everybody to go with you. What you need is just a word from God that says that you can go into the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from you. All you need is the anointing. The anointing makes the difference. It's the anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke and lifts a burden off of people's hearts. It's the anointing that raises the dead. It's the anointing that heals the sick, opens blinded eyes, and opens deaf ears. It's the anointing that saves and delivers and sets free. We can't change people. God changes people. His Spirit changes people. It's the anointing that makes the difference. There's an anointing in this place today. There's such an anointing in this place today. Some of you, you've watched the enemy come in, and you've watched him destroy 
you've watched him take from you. But today, we draw on a line in the sand and we say no more. The enemy is not going to take no more. He's not getting no more. He's giving back what he's took from you. He's got to give back sevenfold. Some of you better get yourselves ready. Some of you better add a room on because you're not going to be able to contain what the, you're not going to be able to contain what's coming back to you. The anointing makes the difference. The anointing destroys the yoke. It lifts the burden. The anointing gives you the ability to plunder hell to populate heaven. Come on, we're taking back. I declare we're taking back. We're taking back the Florence area. We're taking, come on, we're taking back this region for the glory of God. Drug addiction is not going to be prevalent in this place. We're taking back this area with the power and the presence of Almighty God. But it's going to take some people who are not willing to just sit back and watch things go by. It's going to take the anointing, the anointing power of God to be demonstrated through our hearts and in our lives. I'm tired of hearing people getting bad doctor's reports. How can that change by the anointing? I'm tired of seeing people struggle with the same stuff all the time. How does that going to break with the anointing? The anointing makes the difference. The reason that, the reason that we've, we're in the place that we're in today and the, and, and the church is in the place it's in today is because we've tried to do church, but we've not been the church because we need the anointing. We don't need another fashion show. We don't another, need another time of entertainment. We need the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God that only comes with the anointing. We need to, if we have to, get down on our knees and bite the carpet and begin to pray to God and say, God, I'm not getting up until something happens in my life, until something changes, until you have anointed me with the power of your Spirit. We need to realize that we... We, not, not the next, not the next after that, but we are a chosen generation. Not the next generation, the next generation, God's going to take care of them too. But this generation, God has chosen this generation. It's not, we don't need, we need to stop looking to the next. I'm not saying that we don't need to prepare for it, but we need to realize that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We are the people that God has anointed for this time and for this hour to make a difference in this season. Not next season, not the next season, but this season. God has called us to walk in anointing in this season. Why? Because the anointing makes the difference. It's the anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the enemy. 
causes us to get into a place. See, because the enemy will always try to come in. He'll try to hinder you. The first thing the enemy will do is try to, is try to come in and park on your praise. He'll try to keep you in a position to where you can't praise God. He'll try to get you into a position to where you can only see around for that moment and you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't look up the only thing that you can see is the chaos around you you need to get your eyes off of the chaos around you and get your eyes on the one who is above it all and begin to seek him and begin to praise him because if you can just in that moment in that time when you're at your lowest point if you can some way somehow just muster up a praise and begin to praise him if it can just begin to come out of your mouth and you begin to worship him and begin to magnify him I'm telling you it is not long see you got the promise that when you begin to praise him that God will come down in his presence and in his majesty and in his glory because he inhabits the praises of his people and when you begin to worship him see what the enemy don't want you to see is that a lot of times we're in the midnight hour of our darkest time of, of, of things that are going on in our life but what the enemy don't want you to know is that after midnight you done ticked over into a new day weeping may endure for the night but joy comes with the morning and when you begin to praise him and you begin to magnify him and you begin to lift him up all of a sudden that darkness begins to flee and the shafts of light by the spirit of God why because the anointing makes the difference and you begin to praise him and you begin to worship him and then your worship begins to turn into a little dance and then it begins to turn into a little shout and then you begin to praise him and magnify and all of a sudden sudden that darkness that has been around you is being pushed back and now the light is shining forth and now the circumstance that you once dealt with is no longer your, your dealing but now the spirit of God has come and dissipated that whole thing. The anointing makes the difference. It calls your perspective to be different. It calls you to stop looking at the littleness of who you are and to the bigness of the God you serve. God has never failed, will never fail, and what makes you think he's going to start with you? He's not. He is for you. He's not against you. If he was, you would never make it. You wouldn't have a chance. But he's for you. He has anointed you for such a time as this. You are a chosen generation. These young people, I want you all to listen to me. God's not waiting for you to become adults to anoint you. He wants you anointed now for this time and this season. You were chosen. We got teenagers today that are, that are having so much struggle with their identity. The world's trying to tell them that they're 
this or they're that. They're not going to be able to be this. They're not going to be able to. Let me just tell you this. God made you. You were fearfully and you were wonderfully made. God chose you. He chose you. And his hand is on your life. The greatest thing that could ever happen to you is you'd be anointed by the Spirit of God. Because it's going to change everything about who you are. David was a helpless shepherd boy. But the anointing made a difference in his life. He went from keeping keeping his father's sheep out there just plucking on a harp from time to time until when the anointing came on him, it brought him into the king's palace. Now he wasn't just playing for a bunch of sheep. He was playing before the king. And it wasn't just songs that he was playing and songs that he was singing. But he was singing anointed songs so much so that when the demons would manifest and leave Saul because, because of the presence of God that would come down when David would begin to play. See, some of you may be musicians and you may grow up to be musicians, but you, it's not enough for you just to play an instrument. It's not enough for you just to have an instrument in your hand. You need the anointing because when the anointing comes on you, it's going to make the difference. It's going to change everything about the music, about the sound of music, about the effects of the music. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself, listen, I believe right now God already has some. I've seen people in worship services get set totally free because of the presence and the anointing of God. And I just want to say this about our worship team here. I can tell you that there's a deeper anointing on the worship team here. God is doing something something on the worship team. There's an anointing and there's a power and there's a presence of God Then he's releasing over this place. It prepares a way. We can't have services like this if we don't have preparation for it. Hmm? The anointing makes the difference. Some of you have come into this place today. You've seen things happen in your family. You've seen things going on. Things are just seem to be unraveling in your life. You seem like that you're in a place to where there's nothing that you can do. Just let me say this, the anointing makes the difference. The anointing will change the trajectory of everything. God wants to anoint you today. To where you no longer have to ever, ever sit back and just watch things happen. But he'll give you such an anointing. And there'll be such an anointing come on you. That when the enemy comes in, the spirit of God will begin to rise up in you. And you'll begin to speak to that thing. You'll begin to declare the spirit of the Lord. 
you begin to speak into that. You begin to prophesy into that. I know that it looks, I know that it looks dark. I know that it looks empty. I know that it looks like that nothing can happen. But I declare life. I declare riches. I declare the spirit of the Lord. I declare release the presence of God. I had this the other morning, the other morning in prayer, the Lord began to speak to me and he reminded me of Hannah, about how Hannah went year after year after year after year she went and she began to give her petition to the Lord but there was this one particular year there was this one particular time that Hannah went and she said I'm not leaving I'm not giving up I'm not quitting she went in this time and she went in fasting she went into praying and she received the word from the Lord that she was going to conceive a son but let me just tell you this some of you have received a word from the Lord but God hasn't called you to have that word and just carry it all the days of your life but there comes a time that you will have that word for a season and all of a sudden he will begin to bring that word forth and all you you see some of you just been carrying it around it's time to give birth to it and, and partake of what God has for your life come on let's all stand if you hear this morning and you say I want the anointing We want to release this on you today. We was talking about the other night on Wednesday night, and I want to just say if you're not coming on Wednesday night, I encourage you to come. We've been doing a, a, the master plan of evangelism, and we talked about Wednesday night about delegation, about how frustrating it is to delegate somebody to do a ministry and them not have any idea what to do. We need to equip people. God wants to delegate you, but before he delegates you, he wants to anoint you. He wants to anoint you with the power of his spirit. He wants to train you up. See, David wasn't just out keeping his father's sheep. He went back and started learning how to use his sling. And when the day come and he went to see his brothers, he had a skill. He, but he didn't just have a skill. He had the anointing. And what your skill can't do for you, the anointing will. And if you hear this morning, maybe you know where you need to be with the Lord, but you'd like to be. Maybe you've never received the Lord as your personal Savior. I want to give you opportunity to come today. If you're in a place to where you feel like that you've messed up, that you're not nowhere near the place that you want to be you're right in the place for God to do a supernatural work in your life and to anoint you you are not forgotten you are not left out God didn't bring you here 
for you to remain the same. But he brought you here so that he could anoint you, that you could make a difference. Amen. If that's you, I want you to come. Come on. The anointing makes the difference. Hallelujah. The anointing makes the difference. Thank you. 